We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. Thank you all for tuning in. I am your host, Roz Kincaid, and I hope you all are doing well and having a great week. Today, I'm going to be talking about triggers. Yes, we all have them. We may not know what to do about them. So we're going to talk a little bit about them today. So before we get into that, if you like what you hear today and you would like to work with me one-on-one for spiritual life coaching, or you would like a psychic or mediumship reading, or you feel like you need some chakra balancing or some energy healing, then I invite you to book a session with me at roskincaid.com. In addition to that, I'm going to be running a holiday special on my services, as well as offering some gift certificates starting in November through the end of the year. I know it's that time of the year. People are trying to get their Christmas shopping done early. I don't know what Black Friday is going to look like around here, but now is the time to get in on that, get in on the specials. And um, the discounts aren't active yet, but if you'd like to be notified of when they are active and how to take advantage of those specials, then go ahead and hop on over to my website and join my mailing list so you don't miss out. So I don't know if I'm when I'm going to be running these specials again, but now's the time. Get in where you fit in. (laughs) You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz to stay connected and to learn more about all of the other things that I'm doing on social media, programs, courses, services, all of that stuff. So stay stay connected um, if you're interested. So let's see, we've got a lot, a lot going on this week as far as energy is concerned. This week is huge energetically. Halloween is coming. This year, Halloween fell on the weekend. Hey, me and ghetto boys are trick-or-treating. Y'all know this song? Anyway, rest in peace to Bushwick Bill from the rap group Ghetto Boys. We also have a full moon in Taurus. It is going to be energy-packed and a powerful weekend. Key thing, y'all continue to be safe. I don't know whose kids are doing what, but I know my kids are, my kid is going trick-or-treating. Thank God we have a uh, intelligent community of people who think ahead. So we're going to see how this goes, and um, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. We, you know, don't 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 take uh, uh, Halloween from the kids. I mean, we are already not able to watch Charlie Brown this year because they just took it away, which is blasphemy. So give us Halloween. Let us go trick or treat. <laughs> so guess what else is coming up? November 3rd is election day here in the United States, y'all. So listen, I'm not going to say too much about this, but what I will say is that if you want to see change, then you're going to have to get up and do something about it. Your voice does matter. It always has. It always will. Democracy or not. You may feel strongly about one candidate over the other, or you may not be too jazzed about either one of them. I know some people kind of, you know, uh, neither one of them been doing it for me. But here's the bottom line is that you have a responsibility and a right to choose the candidate that most aligns with your core values. You know, there is no perfect candidate, y'all. I mean, come on. 
there is no there's no perfect person because we're all human. There is no perfect candidate. So who whoever that is that aligns best with your core values, then that's your person. That's your choice. And the choice is yours. And so early voting is being offered everywhere in the U.S. So go vote. Change is coming. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you the information that I've been getting for the last six months. Change is coming, but it's going to take your voice and your vote to see it through. And in the words of the great president, Barack Obama, don't boo, vote. So get out there and make it happen. Get out there and vote. So I have to share with you guys. um, Last week was pretty challenging for me. Uh, And I'm sure, you know, other people kind of feeling this energy, too. I was feeling quite overwhelmed, tired, just, you know, being triggered all over the place and just just pretty much just done and over just over everything. Just I'd had enough. (laughs) So I, I decided to take a little inventory of all the things I'm doing, the people that I've been listening to, you know, the the source of my advice the places where I've been showing up in the world. And I had a moment where I just, I, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I just broke down. I just broke down. I had to admit to myself that I, I can't do everything. I cannot do it all. And that is when God spoke to me and gave me some clarity. And I, and I think that the clarity was already there. It was just that I wasn't either willing or ready to see it. And that spirit's message to you today. You are not made to do everything. You are not made to be everything to everybody to, you know, and and me being an Aries and not, and I'm not trying to, you know, label myself or anything like that, but I know me and I got, I I come up with a lot of bright ideas (laughs) and some of those ideas aren't for now. And I get myself into these places where I feel like I got to do everything. I got to take everybody's advice. I got to do what somebody else is wanting me to do. And listen, you don't need to raise your hand to do and be everything. That pressure, that, that pressure is heavy. And that contrast that you feel is a clear sign that there are some changes that you need to make to bring in more balance to your life, to help you be more in flow. Flow. To be more in flow. Can't be like a salmon swimming upstream against the current. You have to be in flow. And how do we get in flow with the universe? We listen to our bodies. We listen to what our emotions. We, we, we look at our responses, our reactions. We listen to our inner voice. Because let me tell you something. Nobody's voice about anything in your life should be louder than your own. We have to we have to listen to what's being said in different ways. And our triggers are one of those ways. And so, again, that is today's topic. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about triggers because this this really came up for me. And I just thought it would be a great topic. And I know a lot of people are just feeling triggered this year. And that's actually a good thing. And I'll get into why later, but it's actually a good thing. So first, let's establish what a trigger is. So I found a definition on, I I like me a good definition. So I found a definition on psychcentral.com that describes a trigger as something that sets off a memory tape or flashback transporting the person back to the event of his or her original trauma. 
triggers are anything that might cause you to react to a traumatic experience you've had. I mean, in simpler terms, they're unhealed emotional wounds. And I mean, think about the wounded soldier, right? Think about the guy who stepped on a landmine. <laughs> it's not much you can do when you're hurt or wounded to help further the cause, whether it's your own personal cause, your own personal healing, or collectively. Because really what we do and, and you know, all, all the things that we're, we're doing affect the collective, not just ourselves on a, on, a, on a microcosm level, right? And so in some cases, you may not even know or remember what that experience is. And in those cases, we got to do a little bit of digging around, right? We got to do a little bit of digging around to find out what is that trigger about? You know, ask yourself, why are you mad, sis? Like, what's going on? And not that you can't have your feelings or that you feeling a certain way isn't um, warranted or validated. But if you're triggered about common things, not common things, but some similar things, or you're starting to see a common thread in, in what you're popping off about, you might need to take a look at that because it's not good for you. It's not good for your body. Like seriously, physically, your, your physical health is not good to hold that tension and stress in your body. It's not good for you emotionally because you end up putting that out into the world and projecting that on other people. And people feel that stuff. And, you know, that carries that carries from person to person to person. Come on. We, we're talking about energy here. Remember, everything's energy. And so we have to we have to do a little bit of investigative work. To to learn what is really going on, what's under that trigger? Why, you know, it's like playing operation. <laughs> getting too close to the to the, to the fire, getting too too close to the to the the pain. So, what's that pain? So, for example, last week I showed up at the gym as I normally do. The workout involves some running, jumping rope, more running, and some other stuff too, right? Now, running and jumping rope for me is not a good combination because my shins <laughs> start hurting and cramping up. Like, you got me out here running. I mean, I'm already short. <laughs> and so my, my stride is not going to be, my gait is not that long. And so, you know, there's inclines to run up. And then you want me to come in here and jump and do 60 double unders. It's a lot on my, on my, on my legs. Just a lot. And so... It just wasn't a good look for me. So I, as an alternative to the running, we could either get on the assault bike or uh, or to row, get on the erg and just row, right? So, well, when I was asked to choose, when I was asked why I, well, when I was asked, I chose the bike, you know, because you, you know, in our, in our gym, you can, you got a choice. You always have a choice. So when I asked, um, I chose the bike instead of running 800 meters three times. I wasn't doing it. In response, <laughs> my coach, with a certain tone, asked me, why? I was like, hold on, lady. Y'all, <laughs> that exactly. I, I, I immediately became defensive. I got an attitude. My mind frame started to go. I mean, it, 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 on the defense, 
And I started giving this long explanation as to why I chose the bike instead of row. Unnecessary. I, okay, I, I went ahead and I did the workout and it was hell. Later on in the drive home, still feeling a little bit heated about why. <laughs> I started to ask myself some questions. You know, what, what really warranted my response? You know, what, what, was, what, what, was, what was it about her question, why, that made me snap back the way that I did? And come to find out, and I'm still doing the work, I don't have all the answers right now, the question why for me carries criticism. And when I hear the question why, what I hear is somebody... <laughs> whether it's my ego or me or whoever it is, I hear you are not making responsible choices or you can't be trusted to make good choices for yourself. None of which is really true. Like, look around. Anybody that knows me personally knows I'm, I'm pretty, pretty responsible for the most part. So the first thing, so what can we do? You know, what, what can we do about our triggers? You know, uh, uh, the first step is to start to become aware of them. You know, ma making the intention or setting the intention of becoming aware of them and not ignoring them. You know, just going off or having a breakdown and not, un not, not even understand like, man, I do this a lot. I'm starting to notice a pattern with myself when I do this. Or I pop off on people a lot. Or, you know, I snap at people a lot for no reason, it seems. So we have to have an awareness, first of all, and start to um, notice a, a pattern. And so the next thing we can do about our triggers is start to understand them. You know, where do they come from? Yes, they come from trauma or programming, but what specific trauma or what specific programming has developed that trigger. You know, what, what is it? And, and this isn't, I'm not having, I'm not saying this so that you can go back and relive all of that because you don't need to do that. You know, you, you've lived it already. We don't, we don't, we don't need to relive any trauma, but what we do need to do is get nosy about it, figure out well, where is that coming from? And, 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 and ask yourself why in a different way that doesn't feel like criticism to you. Like, what is that about? So for those of us doing the work to become more aware and just, you know, better as a whole. And and listen, if you're listening to this program, then that would be you. We need to look and see where where we're still allowing ourselves to be held hostage by trauma, by faulty beliefs or, you know, by old programming. You know, it's like the the the. um like that eight of swords card in tarot where the woman is loosely bound. Her eyes are partially covered. She's bound to the point where it's not even that tight. She can actually set herself free in this card. If you look at the card, she, the, the, the ropes or whatever it is that have her bound aren't really bound that much. She can set her own self free. You know, the swords are lined up behind her just so that, if she were free, she could walk in between them and go on with life. She could liberate herself. 
So triggers teach us where we're unhealed. And y'all, at some point, listen, we, we have got to stop making our pain about other people and move on to healing. You feel me? And I'm not saying that we should excuse people for hurting us or for doing us dirty or doing us wrong, but we, we can't live in that and expect growth and abundance. We, we just, we, we can't, we can't continue in that same pattern and expect to have good things or experience joy and have, you know, all the positive and higher vibrational things in our life. Like, you know, forgiveness is one thing, but you, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta start with the blame game. You gotta start with the blame game and start to do the work. And again, I'm not saying that they don't don't deserve it, <laughs> whatever you want to give to them or excuse them. But we can't stay in that cycle of they did this to me. They did this to me. They said that about me. They did this to me and, and move on to the healing part. Because if you stay there, you, you will never experience the fullness of life the way you deserve. So, so let's just move on. Let's get let's get to the gut part. Let's get to the part where, where we're healed and we're well. And so what I found that's helpful for me is when I experience a trigger, I have learned to allow myself to let that emotion come up fully. And even that for me, y'all, was hard um, because I didn't, there was a point in time where I didn't feel like I deserved to be mad or it was right for me or I was overreacting or, you know, you taking it too far or, you know, whatever the case may be. But allow yourself to feel that emotion. You are allowed to have your emotions because they're yours and you're the one experiencing them and nobody can tell you how to feel. Nobody can tell you to calm down. <laughs> so whatever that is, Give it the attention and the space that it needs to be, you know, but be mindful. Again, don't you, you don't have to stay in that emotion. You know, experience it long enough that it passes. But you have to allow the emotion to pass. You, you can't just hang on to it. Like, again, we don't need to be reliving anything. We've done that. Let's, let's try to move through that emotion and get to the wisdom. Let's get to the healing because... That pain and that trigger is teaching us something. It teaches us, I believe, about our belief system, which informs our thinking. It informs our, um, our perspective and our way of being. And so there's a lot underneath triggers that isn't about just the trigger itself. So that's why we have to dig a little deeper and start to peel back the onion and get to the core and figure out what in the hell is going on here. So once it's passed, once that emotion is passed, then we want to study it. We want to observe it. And so what does that mean? What does that look like? Journaling about the trigger, how it made you feel where or who you believe it came from. And there is no right or wrong that it just is. You know, when you're doing this type of work, the, the observation piece of it, don't place any judgment on it because it's all okay. 
It just is. You know, look at um, look at what the trigger is saying about you. If you could give if you could give that trigger a voice, what would it say? If you could assign that trigger um, an object, because the subconscious mind does extremely well <laughs> with images and objects. And so if you could assign an object, what would it, what would that trigger look like to you? What would it feel like? You know, where do you feel that emotion in your body? All of these things are going to teach you about yourself, if nothing else. Because what you're doing is you're getting intimate with who you are and your emotions. You know, other questions to ask is, you know, what is the belief underlying that trigger? Like, go real deep with this. What is it that I believe underneath this trigger? You know, we got to stand in front of the shadow and face it. And I can tell you from experience, when you ignore triggers or, or your shadow, they keep coming back stronger and stronger until you give it what it needs. So you got to get intimate with the trigger. You know, almost like an interview process, start asking it some questions, deep questions. And this is a process. So because triggers are going to keep coming up, you know, you can't really predict them, you know, but you can have a game plan for them. You know, you can have a, a process and a plan for your own healing. And so once you get clear on all of that, whereas, you know, all of get answers to those questions and, and you use your spiritual team, use your tools, use your resources. You, don't, you Listen, you are not out here by yourself trying to do this work, trying to figure this out. You have people, loved ones on the other side who I have talked extensively, had guests on this show extensively to teach you and to inform you about how you can tap in and connect with those energies. You've got spirit guides on the other side who speak in um, signs and symbols and wonders and we got rainbows popping up all over the place and I got hawks flying around the house and bluebirds flying in my face and just eagles flying overhead, feathers dropping everywhere. All of those things, they, they speak. They speak to you. You know, based on, you know, whatever your uh, religious foundation or your spiritual belief is, you got ascended masters that you can rely on. That can help you with this stuff. And you you even have God, universe, source, whatever you want to call it, himself, herself, themselves to help you with this. So it's okay if you don't know the answers immediately to these questions that you're asking about these triggers. Give yourself some time. Sit with it. Sit with these questions and see what comes up when you cast it out into the universe or, or hand it over to to your spiritual team and, and let them help you. And sometimes they might need to tell you what's up and what's going on and where this is coming from or bring back to your memory where this all started. Because I, me personally, I have a good idea where, why, 
or why, where, where that came from. But I feel like that there's something more in that and I just can't get down to the bottom of it. And that's okay. So once you get clear, get some clear answers, then what I like to do is challenge it. And one of the techniques that I use with my coaching clients when challenging um, underlying beliefs to a trigger is questioning the rationality and the validity of it. And when I say rationality, I'm not saying that you're crazy or you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't come up with that answer or you shouldn't believe what you, but, but in all honesty, is that a rational, is that a rational thought or is that a rational concept considering everything else around you? Look at your, you know, look, look at your life. Questioning whether the, you know, the, um, the belief underlying the trigger is, is, is truly valid. Is there any truth to it? Where's the truth? That's the question. Where, where, at that point, where is the truth in the trigger or the belief? Is there any truth to it? I also ask my coaching clients to start to find evidence where that trigger or the underlying belief is not true. And this can be the smallest, most simple thing. You know, I, I, I recently had someone, um, you know, work, work with someone on um, challenging their, their belief system their, and the things that trigger them. And for her, you know, she said, at least, at least I know how to take care of my child. Well, then that, if that's the very least, then you're doing good, honey. <laughs> you, you're doing well. You know, you got to look at the small wins in your life and the small, you got to, you know, sometimes you got to start small and um, not make it so hard on yourself to see the good in you and the good around you and the good that you've created and the good that God has blessed you with in your life. Like sometimes things are just sitting right in front of your face and you can't see it because you're too focused on the hurt, the pain, the emotion, and you know what somebody did. So again, what what what's the truth in in the in the trigger? Is it is it true? <laughs> and so when you have an understanding of your trigger, the ball is in your court. Like you you have all the power at that point. Once you once you get you some knowledge about what's going on, you're empowered to make some different choices in how you respond and how you react. And what also happens is that when you get that understanding, you get some of that wisdom, we get to a place where we can stop blaming people. And we can start to look inward instead of outward and start to own some of, you know, the full responsibility of our reactions. And so we're going to take a quick break. And after this break, we're going to talk more about triggers. You guys sit tight. We'll be right back. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? 
Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to Soul Healing Conversations, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and today I'm talking all about triggers and what is setting you off (laughs) and where is that coming from and how was that impacting your life? (laughs) All of these deep ass questions all to get you to a place of healing. Real quick, before we dive back in, just want to remind everybody that I will be running some uh, holiday specials starting uh, November through the end of the year. If you're interested in purchasing any gift certificates or you would like to book a session with me for spiritual life coaching, Reiki energy healing, or you would like to hear from a loved one from the other side and would like to book a psychic or mediumship um, reading with me, you are invited to do that. I would love to um, connect with you and see you in my office or online. I do have virtual sessions available. Um, You can do all of that at roskincaid.com. So before the break, I was talking about um, you challenging your triggers or you challenging the belief that underlies your triggers and looking for the truth in the trigger. And sometimes you might not even find it. That's the point is to not to find any truth in it. And not to find any evidence of the trigger. And even if you do, you still have the power to make a different choice. 
you know, you, you still have the the power to change things. And and what I was saying before the break is that what also happens when you get that information, when you get that wisdom is that you stop blaming people. You know, you stop you stop doing the finger pointing and we start to own the full responsibility of how we've behaved after the trauma, after the the experience that has affected our own life and other people's lives in a, in, in a negative way. We have to start taking responsibility for our reactions, you know. So when you're ready and when you have the clarity to, um, when you have the clarity and you've identified the lesson or the wisdom and the trigger, and sometimes it might be, you know, Sometimes it might be that you need to work on your attitude (laughs) or are you placing more value in what others think about you and your, and in your life over what you think about you? You know, once you have that clarity, you get to identify some of the lessons and some of the wisdom and, and start to carry that forward. You know, maybe the, maybe the trigger is a signal for you to reevaluate your value system. Maybe it's a sign that, you know, you need to you need to work to understand your own worth. Maybe you need to do some shadow work. Whatever the case may be, I think that one of the most important things is for us to slow down. And give our attention to what is hurting us. So that we can figure out how to stop hurting I mean, because who wants to continue living a life where you're in pain, you're mad all the time, you're lashing out, you're punching holes in the wall, or you're crying a lot, you know? And and I understand some of these things may may um, require some clinical help, and there's nothing wrong with going to a therapist and seeing a life coach or a spiritual coach. There's nothing absolutely wrong with that. You 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 get all the help. <laughs> Get get as much help as you feel like you need without shame. I know I've done it. I probably need to, you know, do a little check-in <laughs> right now. But there's nothing wrong with getting help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. And there's nothing wrong with paying attention to our pain, acknowledging that we have pain. And figuring out ways to stop all of that. Like, shit, when are we going to get to the good life? Like, ain't you ready? Aren't, aren't you ready to experience happiness and, you know, waking up in the morning and f- not feeling the the heaviness? And, oh, my God, you know, life sucks and oh, I put my life, you know, all, you know, whatever people say, <laughs> you know, we, we have. Let's get to the good part. When we going to get to the good part? Let's get to the good part. <laughs> but but it takes work. And so the next thing that I like to do is to come up with a statement that's contrary to what the underlying belief of that trigger is. I know affirmations work well for many people. Um, They work well for me. Um, I don't know. I I don't like to say stuff out loud for whatever reason. I I rather, you know, I'm a thinker. I'm 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 a Virgo rising ruled by Mercury, so I'm in my head a lot. So if I can chew on something in my head and turn it over and over and over in my head, it usually sticks. But the point is to find 
or come up with a statement that's contrary to what you found to be the underlying belief of that trigger that's made you respond emotionally to a trauma that's old or an old or an unhealed wound. I also have found that it's helpful to do some releasing around the trigger, the trauma or the underlying belief. You know, I I mentioned um, assigning an object or identifying where in your body you feel the pain or when you feel the trigger. Um, Typically, I feel I feel triggers in my chest or my stomachs. It's it's either in the heart or the solar, solar plexus because I feel disempowered um, when I'm triggered. And so for me, that says that somewhere along the line, somebody's tried to take my power away or I've, I've given it away and I'm triggered by that. <laughs> so being able to assign some type of object and putting that in some type of bubble or, you know, or anything or what, whatever your mind can, can think of. And releasing it. You know, you may, listen, full moon's coming up. Full moon's coming up in Taurus. Taurus is about value. And so if your thing is that you struggle with uh, your value system or your self-worth, perfect. You can also do, um, and I've talked about this before, and y'all know I like to keep it simple, writing down those things that you want to release, those emotions, the people, all of that stuff, doing some release techniques are very effective. And if you feel like you need to keep doing it, keep keep doing it. Do it over and over again until you actually feel the release. Maybe you need some Reiki to help clear and help kind of help move things to the surface so that you can release it. But it's not going to let go of you until you let go of it. You, you have an active part in your own healing as, and, and and as well as into the own into your own releasing technique. So and once you you're aware of it, I mean, those things that they become heavy. You know the old beliefs, the old trauma, the old um, the old value system. That stuff becomes heavy to carry around, and you end up again projecting your emotions on the others. Who aren't deserving of it. Prime example, if I don't um, say I have a a fear of, mm, I don't know, a fear of heights. And I constantly respond or react out of that fear of heights, you know, not able to go up in an elevator or even climb a tree <laughs> and say that my daughter, who is who likes to try everything. She's a daredevil. She likes to jump all over the furniture. She likes to climb on stuff. If I continue to project my fear of heights on the herd, then that is going to limit her experience because her experience with heights might not, or my experience with heights might not be her experience. And I'm just using this as an arbitrary example. I don't have fear of heights. But my point is that you begin to affect other people with your energy and the things that have you bound and the things that have you unhealed. People become afraid and people can become afraid of you if you don't get your anger under control. You know, people become intimidated by you 
And so you have to ask yourself, is this how you want to keep showing up in the world? Afraid, scary, <laughs> intimidating, unapproachable. You know, because if, you know, what if it happens and you, you know, you come to a point in your life where you need help. People are going to remember how you treated them. People are going to remember things that you said to them and they may, for whatever reason, may not be so willing to help because they're afraid of your response. They're afraid of your reactions. So, so you know, not, not just only for other people, we really got to get a handle on these triggers. Right. So. I know, you know, it's hard to do, but the next best thing to do with triggers is to get yourself in a place of gratitude for the trigger. Be grateful for the trigger. Not so much the trigger itself, but but gratitude for what the trigger is teaching you about you. Because all of this is about self-awareness. And when we know intimately how we move and what um, what motivates us to move or not move or motivates us to react and respond. We, 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 we start to sit in a place of power. And again, I know it's hard to do when you're all in it and all emotional, but being grateful actually creates a new behavior and a new mindset that furthers your healing. And that strengthens you so that when you're triggered, again, it kind of just rolls off of you and doesn't stick and doesn't set up shop. You know, when you're when you're doing this work with triggers, you got to be gentle. You got to be gentle with yourself. You got to be easy with yourself because, again, it's not that the trigger is just going to come up one time. We deal with it. Bam, bam, bam. We write a few things down. It's gone. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Spirit's intention is for us to be completely healed. And so things may come up and like, damn, I thought I dealt with that. Mm-mm. You got to get that core. <laughs> you you got to get the core of it. You got to get to the root of it. And that takes patience, that takes time, that takes consistency. You can't rush past this kind of stuff and just, you know, one, you know, it's a one and done. Well, it didn't take, you know, two days for you to accumulate all of this, this hurt and and wounding. So it's not, you know, it's not going to take two days to get rid of it. Now it can. It's not totally impossible, but it does take work. It's not going to happen overnight, typically. It takes time and patience with yourself and being compassionate with yourself and um, understanding, you know, that, hey, I'm human. I've, uh, I've had some experiences and I'm allowed to do this work on myself and I'm allowed to mess up and, you know, backslide, <laughs> quote unquote, or make mistakes when I'm doing this because it's a practice ground. Remember, earth is earth is a class. <laughs> we, we came here to learn anyway. And so if you're going to mess up anywhere, this is where you where you do it because you're allowed to do it. This is this is how you learn. 
You know, you learn by trial and error. You learn by uh, making mistakes. But you learn in the doing. Passive or active. Right. So. Just be gentle. Don't push it. <laughs> there is a um, a really great blog written by Dr. Nicole LaPera, um, the holistic psychologist. She's been on the show uh, a couple of times. I plan on having her back um, probably in the new year um, to talk about some other things. She's um, she's she's got a, a self healer circle that is very very um, effective. And um, she wrote a uh, blog called Let Your Triggers Be Your Teacher. And you can find that on her website, theholisticpsychologist.com. I encourage anyone, um, anyone who is, who's wanting to understand their triggers, more about their ego, to do any of that work, to take a look at that blog. Because she goes in depth into how the triggers, how to work with triggers. You know, I find it extremely helpful personally because I like to have a clear process for my healing. <laughs> and she she has done a very good job of laying all that out. So that is that is your your lesson today on triggers. <laughs> and and you know, again, getting aware of your triggers, just you know, just setting the intention of um that, okay, I'm going to pay more attention to my reactions. And not that, you know, it's not that you want to control it at, at first. You know, try not to con- control, like, I'm, I'm not going to get upset because that, re- that that's repression. You don't want to start to push things down because that's part of how you got, how we got to where we are now. We're not dealing with things. And that's why, you know, I say in the, said in the beginning, let that shit come up. Let it let it come all the way up and deal with the with the ugliness. Deal with the raw truth of it. Deal with with who you are because all of that is who you are. It doesn't have to be who you remain. But we have to start to create an awareness or set an atten- intention for becoming aware of how we acting out here in these streets. And or how you acting in your family with your family members. And looking at how is that working for me? It ain't. <laughs> it's not. It's not working well at all. So we need to, we have to do the work. And that's why I always end the show, like, do your work. Do your work. And I first picked that up from um, Yala Van Zandt. She said, do your work. Part of your work is opening up your eyes to yourself. Opening up your eyes to yourself and, and again, I don't know how, how else to say it, but how you're showing up to every conversation, how you're presenting yourself, you know, how, how do you feel about how you, how you're showing up and how you're presenting yourself to the world, to, to the people around you? Do you like it? Do you like how you feel? When you're, you know, if you, if you are walking around with heaviness all the time, do the work. Do the work. And the work isn't going to be easy. And Spirit is talking to me right now about not only doing the work, but having enough compassion 
for yourself to rest. Even though, you know, you, you could be sitting down, you could be journaling and, you know, writing things down and writing down how you feel. That's energetic work too, y'all. It's energetic work and it, and it does become tiring. So you got to pace yourself. You got you to gotta pace yourself and, and rest when your body says rest. And when I say rest, sometimes it might mean taking yourself off of uh, social media for a little bit. Sometimes a, a rest or taking a time out from certain people who trigger you until you can get a better understanding of what that trigger is about and, and, and why that specific person triggers you. You know, take a rest, give it a break, knock it off a little bit, back off. It's okay to um, go into hermit mode just for a little bit, just to go inward. And not really in, in kind of um, shut off the external noise and chatter <laughs> and start to get very intimate with your own voice and with the voice of source, with the voice of God, with the voice of your guides to help you through this process. Because we are ready to go into a new year and. I'm telling you right now, all of the work that you have done and will have done and, and is, is going to pay off in, in the next year, in the years to come. And I'm telling you, if you and I'm not saying this to scare anybody, but I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the warning that if you don't put in the time and the focus to do this work, and do it to its fullest with integrity and with honesty for yourself, you're going to have to repeat some stuff. You have to repeat a grade. How about that? Who likes to repeat a grade? Here you are, big six-year-old, <laughs> eight-year-old in kindergarten. Because you don't want to pay attention. Because you don't want to sit down and learn. Because you don't want you don't want to listen. So guess what you get to do? You get to, you, you get to learn some more. You get to hang back with the young kids. You get to learn it all over again. Now, who has time for that? I don't. And I'm not saying I got it all cranked up and I'm at 100% and I know everything there is to know about me and my reactions and, and my, my energetic makeup and all that, but do the work. Let's get some stuff figured out so we don't have to carry that type of energy, that type of vibe into something fresh and new because we're right now, y'all, we're building. We're still building the foundation. We're still building the 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 four-legged foundation. There, you know, I don't know any foundation that's stable on three legs. Maybe a tripod, but even if you tip that over, it's gonna fall. But it's much less stable than four. A foundation built on four corners. Clean, let's let's do our cleanup work. Let's clean it up. Let's do the work as hard as it may be. It has to be done. It has to be done. Someone's like, you, you're not going to be able to pass, go and collect $200 until you, you get this lesson. That's just how it is. So we might as well pay attention, sit up, pay attention, wake up, wipe the coal out your eyes <laughs> and start getting deep and start asking the hard questions of yourself. 
Don't worry about what somebody else is saying or doing. They are only there to uh, signal you to look inward, to signal you to look look deeper into the things that need attention, that need healing, because we all need it. Nobody is exempt from healing. We all need it. That's why we're all here, part of it. So listen, you guys, I am out of time for today. I hope that this episode has offered some help and some guidance um, to your journey. Do share your thoughts about today's episodes with me um, on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz. Also share some of your triggers with me on social media. We're all in this together. And I've already had some people, you know, share some of the things that they are dealing with. And when, you know, when, it, when you get to see other people going through similar things or some of the same thing, it, it, it doesn't it makes you feel not so alone in this in this fight. Because you're in a fight for yourself. At least that's what my Aries ruled by Mars thinks. <laughs> my mind thinks. We're, you're not in this by yourself. So share. Meet me right here next week at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time for another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. Next week, um, I will be here with uh, Brie Bellafuel, the um she is the host of the Self Healers podcast. She is coming to share her story with 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 me next week, and I just love Bree's uh, content. Um, I love her story, and I think that she would um, hearing her story is just going to inspire and encourage a lot of you. I know I'm looking forward to the conversation. It's good to to be able to share in conversation with people who are also, you know. Um, going going through it and doing the work and understanding um, some some different ways to think about things and to get a different perspective. So looking forward to having Bree on the show. So listen, you guys, vote. I'm gonna say it one more time. <laughs> vote. Okay, those of you in the U.S., you U.S. citizens, go vote. So until next time, y'all be safe, stay connected. And keep doing the work to transform and heal. And again, go vote. <laughs> Much love, you guys. I'll see you, talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week. Thank you.